We are live! Live in hey. the building! Here we go. I'm not sure how prepared I am for this, but let's see. Let's go. Oh, don't worry. You're probably more prepared than I am. I don't, I don't <laughs> these things prepared. As, uh, as I prefer it, I think it's better. You get more natural conversation. Sure. Yeah. Maybe, you know, it's not it's not the most uh, informative podcast all the time, but that's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I talk to people who I find interesting. Yeah, it's fun. Like, did you, it reminds me of the, um, what's it called? Midnight Gospel. Is that it? It's on Netflix now. Oh, I love the Midnight Gospel. I haven't, I haven't seen all of it yet. And I really want to rewatch it because um, I, I went into it thinking it was just a regular cartoon. But then like two or three episodes in, I realized it was just like watching an animated podcast. They're, they're just talking about it is an animated things, podcast. like interesting things. It's very cool. It's, um, it's based, do you know Duncan Trussell? Mm-hmm. Do you know, but do you know who he is outside? Yeah, of yeah, he's, he's the one who did Adventure Time, right? No, 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 that's Pendleton Ward. Or is that the other guy? That's the other guy, yeah. right. Pendleton Ward is the creator it's... of Adventure Time. Uh, Duncan Trussell is now. the guy, Clancy. Clancy? The the main character, the guy in the wizard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, so when uh, occasionally in episodes they'll go Duncan and uh, they've had to retroactively have Clancy go, who's Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite funny. <laughs> That's uh, just how natural it all is. They yeah. forget that they're characters. Uh, well, it's, I think it's more because they're um, they are literally hijacking. So, it's it's Duncan Trussell's podcast called the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, which is where they harvest all of the audio clips. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes a lot more sense to me now. Like, I was so confused when I started watching it because I thought there was some sort of, you know. A cartoon yeah, yeah. where they have normal dialogue but it's literally just somebody having a conversation about something completely disconnected which is completely different from watching a regular cartoon mm -hmm. it's, it's, um, quite, it's quite an amazing uh process really because like a lot of the conversations yeah. they're having they are years old like they've literally recorded them like years ago um, oh so they've just added animation to them now basically it's i mean like you know I've, i only know what i've heard from duncan trussell on the uh, joe rogan podcast but from mm -hmm. what i understand it's they literally came to duncan and were like hey like pendleton i don't know if he was talking to pendleton or if pendleton came to duncan or if duncan went to someone or i don't know they're, they're hollywood people so i'm sure they uh, sort of connections yeah yeah networks and things but essentially they harvested a bunch of duncan's old podcasts and mm. then Pendleton Ward took his amazing, amazing animation house, and they they made a a psychedelic, amazing trippy landscape for these conversations to happen within. And then they've uh, they've obviously gone back and found those original guests and been like, "Hey, can you re-record a few little lines for the animation so it makes sense?" Oh, okay, I see now. I understand. But the actual conversations were just Duncan on a podcast with someone. <laughs> That's so fucking cool. I love it so much, honestly. It's fucking uh, once, I, once I realized it, I was actually able to pay attention to what was going on because mm -hmm. it made sense. Yeah, before that <laughs> It's, it's kind of weird. That did I, I miss a know. season of this? What's going on? Yeah, like, what is all this? They're just chatting shit. Like, they're talking about all sort of random stuff. I don't understand. And then when you, yeah, when you find out that they're just having normal conversations with each other, you kind of realize to take everything with a grain of salt like yeah yeah when you watch the last episode i'm not going to spoil anything but once you've watched the last mm -hmm. episode send me a message and i and i will uh, possibly make you cry uh, oh boy <laughs> oh boy i feel like i need proper time to sit down and watch it though if i watch it and not and i'm not watching it then i'm gonna lose everything yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. some really esoteric stuff on there, like you know, magic and. and uh, yeah, the last one I watched, I think, was the there was he was on a ship talking to a guy who had lots of cats as his first mates and stuff. Yeah, yeah, the uh, um, fish, the fishbowl guy. Yeah, yeah, that was a very interesting one. So cool. The the story behind that guy um, is that he was on death row in America for uh -huh. years like over five years um for a crime he didn't commit yeah 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 um but the, the but that's the true story of the dude so he like you know he's he's spent five years plus i don't remember exactly how long it was a long time 
in in prison in prison waiting to die for something he didn't do mm. um, so it kind of made him think about yeah his place in the universe and stuff like that right and, yeah and also as he puts it in the episode he doesn't have time to reach enlightenment through standard me- methods mm. he had to he had to rush it that's why he got into magics magics yeah so interesting honestly i've never heard of any anything like the magic that he was explaining so it's just really cool to hear like i can't really say anything about it specifically because i don't remember all of the intricate parts that he was talking about Mm -hmm. but i just remember being very fascinated by how he was explaining it and how he was presenting it and like saying where it comes from and how to get in touch with it and comparing it to other people's um like other ways of getting in touch with the similar kind of things and yeah yeah probably sound like an idiot trying to explain it (laughs) this (laughs) and that and that and this and so and so (laughs) but whatever it's uh i mean it's just such a cool uh, i i love duncan trussell the man is a uh Mm. is a maverick of the highest caliber he's a an insane person in, in the best of ways um, if anything, if anything, Midnight Gospel has done now has just made me more interested in the guy. So I'm definitely going to check it out for he's a, sure. He's a I check them all out. Yeah, really. Yeah. So there's a bunch of his like stand up. I don't know if he's ever recorded a special actually. I think he's the main guy, right, with the hat on. Yeah. Yeah. So Rory was saying something about him being a voice actor for other things as well. I don't remember what that was. But he definitely knew who he was, so mm. I'm just uneducated. I'm not sure. I've not. I've not. I didn't. I didn't know he'd done voice acting for other things. Uh, <clears throat> I believe it was the first time he's ever interacted with animation. So I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe I might be wrong. Speaking about something yeah. specific that I don't know about. He might. Yeah. He might be speaking from your point of view, and I'm just kind of misunderstanding what he meant in some way. Uh, that happens. I do that sometimes. That's a thing that can happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, get mixed up. As as is one with tangential conversation, I invited you on here to talk about one thing. We've spent the first ten minutes talking about something completely un- unrelated. I love I it. Know. I love it. I love it. Um, right. So, uh, but we should we should delve a little bit into the reason why I was uh, super interested in having you on. I've already had uh, mm-hmm. Sean. Sure. Yeah, you had him on yesterday. That was inter- that was fun, probably. Oh, it was dead fun. It was really good. Uh, <laughs> we, we just talked. I ended up going on another tangent again about, uh, about <laughs> this game I've been playing. I, I don't know if he was interested. I just b- blasted his ear off for about fifteen minutes with user stories about <laughs> some random game. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's uh, oh, it's it's just been really fun. I was saying as well that it's. I've accidentally made a little a little journal of size development, so I should I should point out. Let's let's introduce you, Cass, because you've been on two times, but you know, someone this is someone's first episode. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird to think, right? But mm. people start different places. So so why don't you give a, a quick quick intro as to the enigma that is Cass? <laughs> I am who I am, and I do a thing that makes another thing. Now I'm joking. So. Um... <laughs> I'm Cassandra, and I'm the 3D prop slash foliage artist in Psy, the game that we just released uh, last week. Yeah. Plug it. What's the itch.io? Itch.io Psy. If you Google Studio Mutiny or go to Facebook and search for Studio Mutiny or Twitter and search for Studio Mutiny, you'll find all the links you need to find on those sites as well. Yeah. Studio Mutiny Psy. S-A-I. S-A-I. And Go I, I pick up that it. bow and shoot some machines. I bought it. I played mm-hmm. it. Oh, so much, man. Oh, oh. My pleasure. I've been promoting the shit out of it. It's such a cool <laughs> concept. It's so cool. Like, Thank uh, you so much. It's It came out so good. And I was like, I played it. And I it, like, you know, I got through it in, uh, I don't know, I think about 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, and I finished it. And I was like, you know what? That was the perfect length. That was that was just it was just a, a, a tasty little a little gaming snack almost. You know, it's just like mm, that's, yeah, it's, uh, it's just a nice little fun experience to to go through. And I think it was uh, I think you I don't know you, maybe you can talk to how much um, scoping etc you had to do because I I remember like mm. uh, I don't know how much you had 
this could be interesting. What did you what did you have planned? What was the intention of um, of the play time? Was it always going to be like 45 minutes to an hour or did you have like loftier goals to begin with or did you only ever plan for 10 minutes? What what was what was that like? Well, I think in terms of the play time and stuff, we didn't really think of that when we were developing the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only discovered how long it was after having people play test it. So um, regardless of it having been 20 minutes or an hour to play, I think we would have released it anyway because we needed to get it out. But it turns out that what we've made is challenging enough for some people and and like it, it adds to the time that you play. I don't know how to explain. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about right now. Yeah, it's uh, But I mean- basically we didn't we didn't originally plan for the game to be a certain amount of uh, a certain length okay. i think um we wanted it to be at least an hour and when we went to egx we were talking about it um being at least two hours for the sake of the um, the steam thing you know because oh, yeah. you have it has to be over yeah. two hours yeah so if you play it really well the plan was for the for the game to be at least two hours but if you struggled with it for it to be at least four mm-hmm. um but those were words that we said we, we we planned for that but i don't think we tested it in a way to make sure that that was the way it was mm. yeah and, you know it's it's kind of hard to to do that yeah when it's, it's quite when you don't have access to people to play it constantly yeah for sure i mean i think it's uh the the, the thing i found was that I I don't know I guess I'm quite quite competent at that sort of gameplay um so I you know I I I didn't get I didn't get beaten by anything I I I okay. not, not to break, but I didn't die once I only oh, by once apart from the one bit where you know you you you're forced to uh Oh yeah 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 bitch slapped but um <laughs> that scared the piss out of me to be honest like when that <laughs> happened I was just like just running along my own business and then just Oh God. Okay. I guess I was supposed to die there. That's okay. Um, <laughs> but, um, but my, like my buddy, Nate, who, you know, he, uh, he was playing it and he was like, you know, I, feel I like did they it could, too. They could have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Nate have been, uh, your, your greatest evangelions. Uh, we've been, we've been, but it's such a cool concept and we'll get further into what's so cool about the whole development. But, um, but yeah, I, th- I, th- I think Nate found it you know I, I hope i hope nate doesn't mind me saying this but he, he was playing through it and you know he got he got beaten on the first like area uh, dude that's fine i'm i'm not great at our game either only recently after having to play test it like every day have i started to be good at it <laughs> but, yeah it usually takes took me a while to get through it too because yeah it was just quite funny deal. he's he's you know he was saying uh, it could have there could have been an extra half an hour in it you know of like building up <laughs> the difficulty um yeah well what we could have done is we could have added more areas and stuff right but that just adds more things to be tested yeah oh no 100 percent. i get why we didn't do that it was uh it's um i think his his point was more just like you could have it could have been drawn out a little bit longer you know you could have had like first enemy you fight one enemy and then and then yada 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 but then again i don't know if the engagement curve would have been as good because i you know, if I'd have had to do, okay, one enemy, okay, I killed one enemy, now I've got to run a bit, and now another bit. It might have been a bit slower on the pace, whereas I felt it was paced really, really well. Um, however, let's, uh, I've, I've sort of run out of steam on on, 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 uh, on, on pacing. Uh, let's talk about what's really, really cool about the uh, the project, and I think that one of the things that's really captured at least my imagination and, and the imagination of, uh, of a fair few people, it seems, because the game is doing exceptionally well. Uh, yeah, we've received so much support, and we're so thankful. The coolest thing in my in my head is the uh, is the is the cause. So, do you want to do you want to tell people what the intention of the game is, and and, and how you're achieving that? Yeah. So, uh, once the when the game was first like conceived or conceptualized in third year, uh, we just really wanted to make like beautiful nature. We wanted to make a forest, which is challenging, right? It's pretty hard to make. A forest looked good. Uh-huh. Um, but then after a while, like, m- more, like more and more of us were realizing um, 
for me specifically, I just kind of realized one day how much plastic and stuff that I'm just throwing out and not recycling or uh, how how so many little things that I was doing could be changed so easily to like better help the environment, like eating less meat or you know buying less things in plastic, buying more fresh vegetables and uh, recycling most mm-hmm. of all, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, all of us kind of were on the same page and we, we realized that we could, we could make the game have a message and not just be a pretty forest. Uh, so it was a really cool kind of natural progression into that. And once we went to EGX, we kind of 100% wanted that to be our message. And we, I already talked to you in the previous podcast about how uh, it was... At first, our message didn't really come across the same way because we did just have a pretty forest. Mm-hmm. But now it's a lot more clear and I feel like the way we've executed it is... Are you typing there? Sorry, I'm just getting a bit of background noise coming through. Oh yeah, that's not me. That's my... <laughs> that's Rory working oh, okay. next no to worries, me. No worries, no worries. Yeah, sorry about that. I hope that's, that's right. not going to be super intrusive. It's all good. All right. It's all good. <laughs> This is just, you know, Corona times. Yeah, yeah, you got to work. We don't have separate rooms. No space. Mm. Yeah, so like the message of our game kind of grew out of our own our own passion for nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just grew alongside it, and we wanted to to highlight how beautiful it can be and how um, little actions can have big consequences and. It's just, you know, about thinking. You just need to see something to to give you perspective. Totally, totally. And I hope that the money that we raise, that, like, we're going to be planting so many trees and we're going to help. Uh, it, it's just, it's incredible. Like, the, the people have been giving us so much and we can't wait to help and try and do something different. And we hope that that's inspired other people to kind of pick that up as well. Yeah, I would I would say to to that end, I mean, if anyone goes to the the, the store page itself, they'll see this message. But um, yeah, what 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 Cass is alluding to and is uh, is is not saying outright is that the the game isn't really for 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 profit. It's it's for charity, right? You're you're oh yeah yeah. <laughs> you spent all that time. It's about consciousness, and it's like, no, just tell them what you're doing. Oh, yeah, I, did just, I forgot to say that eighty percent of the proceeds <laughs> go to conservation charities, but I'll say that now. Like, yeah. we we decided either we're going to post it for free, or we're going to uh, lowest amount possible because we still have to pay um, our audio designer, or not audio designer, our composer, who's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the soundtrack uh, was gorgeous on the game. Yeah, it, like he worked so he made such a beautiful track. So mm-hmm. so many beautiful tracks for our game, uh, and like the minimum to to do that. That's all we cared about. Yeah, uh, really amazing because you know so so much of games and game development seems to be. I mean, not that I'm in the industry, but from what I understand, it's very much about KPIs and and uh, and like key performance indicators for those who are mm-hmm. uninitiated and it's all about you know how is this going to make the most money and how do we monetize this how do we get people to buy this how do we get people to pay for this how do we yeah fair enough it's entirely understandable it's a business it's that's how you make a business right but it's yeah and so cool that you guys didn't have to do that so you didn't so you've made it a ridiculously cheap game when you actually like break down what you're doing because you're not buying a game people you're buying you're paying <laughs> you're doing a charitable donation it's a it's an 80 well, percent charitable donation yeah well it's like we can if we can make people feel good and feel like they're helping or making a difference too like that's that's a big part of it as well and it's only uh, five pounds people go go buy Sai. go get Sai. <laughs> Stop it! Thank you. Please, please pick it up. Help us save save forests and and plant some trees and you know, oh, it'd be really good. We just we just want to help raise awareness, and we feel like this was the best way to do it, um, and to include as many people as possible in in what we want to achieve. Right? Yeah, it's really inspirational. Uh, um, I don't know if I've told you about my my idea, but I really want to make a game to benefit 
uh, ocean pollution. Um, and my third year game was going to be about that, but unfortunately the team kind of collapsed, which is a whole other story. But um, oh no, yeah. So, but I'm still developing it. I've got a crew of some, some people together, um, and we're going to work on it in our spare time. And the intention is to we're, we're sort of starting from the ground up again with the with the same design pillars that I started last year with, but I don't want to uh, baggage everyone with the 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 concept that was developed for a, like almost a year. Um, I don't want people to feel like they don't have any ownership over it. So I'm yeah. we're, we're going to spitball it and rethink it. But um, yeah, that's uh, it's it's very inspirational to see you guys you know do that, and then it's also extra um, inspirational to see how well it's been received. Cause like, you know, do you, do you want to talk a little bit to that? Like, I don't know. I'm not on the inside, but Sean said you guys I raised mean, over a thousand pounds. Yeah. We've raised over a thousand pounds for charity now. And uh, we honestly, <laughs> so it's hard, it's hard to process in a way. Cause we, we didn't expect anything to really come of it. Right. Mm -hmm. We were like, Oh, we're going to post it for five pounds and some people will buy it and we'll donate some money to charity. Mm -hmm. uh, but the the overwhelming amount of people giving us support like there's there's constantly let's plays popping up like we have at least four let's plays up now that have been unprompted by people and it's just so lovely to see their genuine reactions and how how differently everyone plays yeah uh, and reacts we're getting so much positive feedback and... i even watched one i watched a bit of one i watched the uh, oh yeah which the, one was the that american dude the uh oh the legolas legolas energy i love that guy he was so cute honestly so that I was the first one that came out it was great yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> am i a stone am i a, am i a rock <laughs> I'm doing a terrible job of his accent, but yeah. <laughs> American. Yeah. It's like, American accent is hard, yeah. man. It can be. It's such a big place, right? Although mm. they have less accents than England. Everywhere does. No yeah. has the same amount of accents as England. It's fucking stupid what we've got going well, on. Well, that was my favorite part of coming down to the UK, honestly, because most of my life I just assumed that you just had two or three different ways of speaking, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I come down to Falmouth and I'm like, what is going on? on i can barely understand some of these people yeah right and it's and like, some of the, there's so many good ones what i love about it is that um you know if you if you if you go traveling uh you know if you're i mean you know for example norwegian people you know or, or scandinavian <laughs> people they 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 meet each other and they go oh you're from scandinavia oh yeah i'm from i'm from you know you probably tell the difference between norway and, and sweden but like yeah, oh, you're from north so, north like norway or whatever but like in england if you meet english travelers you're like you're from stoke or you're from London, i know exactly what town you're from i could probably tell you yeah. your postcode like it's uh it's kind of crazy england it's tiny as well we've got such a small country for how many accents we have it's madness there are a lot of good yeah. ones scouse particular favorite oh i don't i can't remember if i know that i probably heard it before i just i'm so bad with names that i can't liverpool oh. Oh, Liverpool. I see. Eh? Eh? <laughs> I think my favourite one is like the the London one, the like really Londony one. Which that? London one? London's got five accents. Like <sighs> it's like what? I don't know the specific one, and I can't. I, I'm not even gonna try and reenact it. What? Like from London. Cockney. Yeah, it's the Cockney one. Yeah, the the adaption of the the Cockney accent. I'm doing a fucking shit job of it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm even. I'm not even going to try. That's sort of a. That's like a South London thing. Mm. As, as I, I can't say South London in my North Londony accent, I have to go South London. <laughs> you uh, you really extend out the uh, the O U and it's a South South London. Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, we have it. London as well. L A N, <laughs> not London. <laughs> <laughs> what's norway like for accents oh we have quite a few <laughs> different ones but uh yeah we have the typical you know out on the land living on the farm kind of accent and we have the city accent and all of those like the hardy ones yeah there's there's one for every kind of character in in norway yeah <laughs> well i guess every place has that though right yeah. to an extent to an extent, apart from in China, apparently. Mm. Because, oh, really? Because they're like, oh, because... tonal. Yeah, it's tonal. So everything so if you had a different accent, you'd be saying a completely different statement. Oh, wow. <laughs> apparently, apparently. That's really interesting, though, that, that 
they were able to keep it consistent uh, or like really not have. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's black and white. I think the government's like, no, you probably. <laughs> I know in Japan they have big problems with that. Like people from like the north, like the Ryukyu Islands. Wait, that might be the south. But like there's a like you know people from the north and people from the south have to write to understand each other. Yeah. Oof. I mean, to be fair, in England you you, <laughs> you can go two miles down the road and it's hard to understand each other. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I have the same thing in Norway. Honestly, like the further up north people are from, the harder it is for me to understand what they're saying because. It's just words. It's literally like they have foreshortenings for everything, and it's it's like they say a sound and it means something. Mm-hmm. It's oh, it's confusing. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could imitate one really well, but I can't. So no, I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> I I call myself cast tries on the internet, but do I really try? <laughs> Who knows. Who knows, man? I mean, or are you trying not to be offensive? Yeah. Am I trying to be funny now and just not making it happen? Am I trying? Am I trying to be smart and sounding de- like this? Neat, neat. Neat, neat. <laughs> so what's next for Cass? Where does Cass go from here? Out into the world, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, ca- I can't really say because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just working on my portfolio right now, doing little bits and bobs. You know, the corona times are a bit rough. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my part-time jobs aren't working out anymore because of that, obviously. Uh, so yeah, anywhere the wind takes me, I think yeah. I'm, I'm quite quite I'm open to whatever. In, um, in Cornwall for a while. That depends. Yep. Right, I might have to do it to to save up to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't. The thought of having to stay here for a while longer doesn't really bother me too much because mm-hmm. uh, it's so beautiful down here. And uh, yeah, I've gotten quite attached after everything we've been through yeah, <laughs> in this sure. place. You've been here for what, four years now? Yeah, it's coming up to four years Jeez. in September, I think. It's a, it's a decent <laughs> chunk of, of, of the life of a person as young as yourself. <laughs> I mean, when I moved out when I was like 18, I stayed... Um, I moved cross country and lived there for like six years and then I went straight from there to here uh, so I've just constantly been moving around uh, for the last 10 years we'll call you the nomad it's kind of crazy to think about <laughs> <laughs> I just love I just love trying new things and meeting new people and you know going new places growing yeah yeah. experiencing new things and meeting new people just helps you grow as a person and you know i appreciate every every single person i've got to know through all of these years here oh what a beautiful sentiment oh it's true though everyone's so lovely and you know despite some problems that have propped up every now and then like people are genuinely really nice mm-hmm. oh you're always gonna get problems and it's been really good yeah exactly doesn't matter where you are Unless you're on an island on your own, and then that's got its own problems <laughs> attached. To it. Yeah, because then you're there. They, then you're there by yourself, and you're just going to become your own worst enemy at some point. Oh God, I could. That's I what I. Know. That's what I would. That's what ha- what happened to me. Some people could probably do it, but yeah. I would go insane. <laughs> I'm I'm really struggling with not seeing people at the moment. It's, uh, yeah. it's driving me insane. I'm I'm a very uh, outwardly, uh, quite socially outward person, and it. Uh, <laughs> It's driving me insane. Like you know, I, I love my housemates to death, but like, they're, I, I, no one's got anything to talk about. We've all fucking talked each other out of every. Is, you know, have you got any store? You got any new store? No, I've been inside. What? Have, what have you been, I've got it. Not much. I did the washing today? Yeah, it's great. Like, oh. <laughs> you know, it's I mean, kind of what mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's a rough time, but you know, it seems to be ending i mean who knows if that's gonna last we'll see i mean it's just because the uk was really late with enforcing quarantine and stuff so people who are loosening up their rules have already been ahead of us yeah in in the process of you know elimination or whatever you call it i wouldn't call it that cast that sounds uh, (laughs) sounds a bit dark Poor phrasing. <laughs> this is why I can't go on these things because I need so much time to think what I say and then I'll say something. Oh, 
No, it's I'm, I'm already, I already contradicted myself earlier when I said that we didn't really think of playtime when that was a complete lie. And I immediately said that we did plan for two hours. Yes, yeah, it's whatever. I'm hey, sorry. Cool. This is the meandering content of a podcast cast. This is what people love. <laughs> so funny. I'm I was, like a blabbering idiot. <laughs> I was looking over my stats yesterday because I was on the phone to my mirror while I was uh, posting yeah. my uh, while I was posting my podcast up, and I was looking at the stats. Uh, my I've got listenership in Dublin, Ireland. Like, oh. I don't I don't know if they're even remotely if I've ever met them or who they are. But it appears that I have at least one person who consistently listens to the podcast from Dublin Island. So whoever you are, big props. I'm assuming big shout out dude, to you, man. Just because my listenership is also seventy five percent male, but um, <laughs> it could be, it could be, it could be a lovely lady. Uh, whoever you are in Dublin Island, I salute you. Thank you very much for your listens. Um, hey, <laughs> I use I use man as a gender neutral term. So hey, man, good on you. Thank you for sticking around and listening to to all these fun conversations yeah it's it's funny yeah, yeah, you probably yeah. know you quite well by now you're, you're, you've been <laughs> three times yeah am i like i feel like i'm three different people every time <laughs> or a different person every time that's how you say that that's how english works right no english doesn't work that's the whole that's the best thing about english there is no <laughs> that matter you could say whatever, you could you can get your point across with the most broken of english it's like you know if you speak german then you have to be very correct about your gram- like mm. grammar or it doesn't work right but like in english you can be so not good at the english and it will still make sense ish <laughs> There you go. See, that wasn't a sentence. I speak English horribly, and yet I seem to be understood. Oh, thanks, man. I feel so much better about myself. What a... <laughs> I do, I do. It does make me laugh, especially when people are first learning English. You know, they you know they come. Uh, yeah, I've got a few friends that have sort of come over to England, and they're like, "Oh, my English is not so good." And it's like it's per- like you know enough words that I know exactly what you mean. And if you don't know what it means, just like you know, we could we could figure it out. Google it. We got phones. Like. Like at one point, I mean, the modern age is amazing, right? I was, I was, uh, I mean, not that this didn't happen before we had Google Translate, but I was dating this girl from Spain at one point and we, she didn't speak great English and I don't speak Spanish. And without Google Translate, I don't know how we'd have ever communicated. That's really cute though. I love that. (laughs) Oh, Google Translating. Yeah. She was a lawyer, which I think the fact that she didn't, we couldn't understand each other probably did me favors because she didn't realize quite how stupid I am. Like, you know, <laughs> don't say that. She's just like, you know, there's the mystery. Oh, you must be really smart. It's like, no, <laughs> dumb as bricks. But um, <laughs> but you can't tell, so it's fine. It's um, because Google Translate masks it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And keep it, keep it on the DL. Just use long words in Google Translate. So, ooh, <laughs> interpolate. Interesting. No. <laughs> but, uh, oh, Jesus, so hot today. I'm actually like melting. Um, and my hands my hands are like that weird where my hands are cold but they're clammy mm, and i don't know what to do you know mm, do i do i open the window do i do i put on a sweater and like well am i freezing am i warm i don't know do i, have I a don't shower. know it'll regulate you ah that's a good shower actually i'll do that later nice lukewarm shower try and go for a walk or something in a bit yeah. you know gotta get where are you gotta in get, Falmouth? Yeah, we're in Falmouth right now. Yeah, yeah okay. Because uh, mm. I recently discovered, since quarantine happened, I found that uh, there's a reservoir in Penryn, and it's, uh, it's stunning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really nice, isn't it? I, w- I went for a walk there once or twice with um, Hutch and Johnny, uh, two other members of our team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so good. Like I think we went for a walk there in third year when we were doing Sai. Uh, so there's loads of inspiration taken from that place as well. For sure. For sure yeah oh man yeah so you're Mm -hmm. looking to go out and be what an uh an environment artist or uh probably like 3d props i think like 3d props is where i'm gonna go uh especially in like trees i think i want to specialize in making trees for sure cool that was like uh, that's like the biggest thing that i want to learn um and if i had more time on side then there would be lots of different there'd be more variation in the trees and there'd be like the the heart tree would also look probably completely different but you know time constraints oh yeah big time i'm, I'm quite happy with uh where i ended up but you look great yeah. 
Thank you. Really you know, subconsciously, bright. you're still like, I've looked at this for hours, and there's something with it that needs to be fixed. But and then you put it out. Uh, it's like, it's amazing. And then you're like, <laughs> but what about the fact the normal map clips in this specific? Yeah. yeah. No one saw that. No one even knows. But I see it though. I see it. Oh no! I remember I've taken. We took our game to uh, a couple different uh, events when we were developing it for third year. And uh, mm -hmm. it was so funny because people came over and played like the, the main character didn't even have animations on it. And this guy was like, oh, I thought this was a released game. And you're like, what the, f how the, f how on earth did you think? Like, people don't know. They don't judge it like that. They look at it for what oh, it cause... is and they play it like it's the finished product. And then you tell them, yeah. oh, this is in development. And they go, oh, really? Oh, that's, that's cool. I mean, sometimes yeah. they can tell if it's all blockouts and stuff. Sure. But like. Yeah, well, the, the biggest thing is that people aren't developers, right? Mm -hmm. Regular people aren't developers. They don't have to look at these things day in and day out. Yeah. They, they only get it for that those hours that they spend on it when they buy it, mm -hmm. you know? And we've already spent hundreds and hundreds of hours looking at these assets and, like, pointing out all the imperfections. And Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a really nice feeling to hear... It's it's nice to get validated sometimes, uh, especially when you feel like you're doing a bad job. Yeah, you can't rely. You shouldn't you shouldn't base yourself worth on external validation, but to to no, to bask in the joy of the light of of a uh, of a of a congratulation. Yeah. It's it's I guess, good. It's good for the soul. Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is that make make other people look at your stuff more. Uh, don't keep it to yourself, right? Because the second you show someone, they'll point out all of the good things, uh, and then you know exactly what things to focus on to, to make it even better, right? Sure, I think that's. Uh, or, or you'll get you'll get confirmation that what you're doing is fine, and you're just over overworking yourself, yeah. trying to make it perfect. Or uh, they might point something out to you that you didn't, or you didn't even see necessarily because you've stared at it for so long, uh, and you're like, oh. Yeah, that's something that's I could, I could do. Yeah, that was the problem. <laughs> I thought it was this tiny little micro detail that I've been fiddling with for six hours. But it turns out it's the big glaring obvious elephant in the room that I couldn't see because it's been there all the whole time. Well, this is the problem that I have when I do my art, right? Because I'm so I'm so self conscious and I'm scared. Um, I'm scared that it's not good enough. So instead of showing everybody uh, and asking people for feedback, mm -hmm. I just leave it and then I just feel bad about it constantly instead of confronting it and, and show that I make it better uh, which I'm, I'm, I am getting better at doing that but in the past it's it's been <laughs> pretty rough because <laughs> you can't improve if you don't ask for feedback you, you, you can't improve unless you admit to yourself that you, you aren't perfect yeah, and, at least it'll be slower, right? Yeah, yeah, or just see your imperfections as a way to improve instead of a negative thing. Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I think it's, um, I don't know, maybe that's like a superpower of mine is that I've just like, I've never had that. I'm just like, look at my shit. Tell me what you think. What do you think? Let me know. I, I want to know. Fucking jealous of people like you. Honestly, you're so. It's 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 a good. It's such a good mentality to have. I think uh, I think it might come. I heard some guy talking about having dyslexia on a podcast once, and mm -hmm. it was like you know when you have dyslexia, you assume everything you did first try was wrong. So showing people isn't scary. You're not worried that people are going to say it's wrong because you're used to showing people it and them saying that's wrong. So and I don't. I've never been tested for dyslexia, but I can't. <laughs> spell to save my life and i know that's not the only symptom of dyslexia but like it's there's a if, if you're friends with me for long enough and i write you messages it's like oh will's actually a, a moron like he can't type for <laughs> he can't spell for shit but like i think i think it's i don't know maybe it is like something to do with that as to why i'm not i don't know i don't like it's weird i the way i view it is like I'm good like, like you have a critical lens you have like you have this you don't have a wall up to to like make you feel like you have to defend yourself all the time. I still uh, defensive. It's hard not to. Yeah, it is sometimes hard to not do it, but at least you put yourself out there, even if you do have those defenses up, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't even try to do that, and then once 
someone just looks at my stuff randomly and gives me feedback on it, it feels really good because most of the feedback is good and it's just small things that need to change. That's the thing, right? It's not, it's not a criticism on me as a person. It's just, it's just words of improvement. And I'm just scared of criticism. <laughs> well, I think as well, the thing, I don't know, the thing I think I have, which is part of the ability to show people my work without fear of it being judged is that in the back of my mind, it's, it's, they're going to, they're either, they're either giving me great crit, they give it like great crit positively, which is obviously the best kind of crit. Uh, mm -hmm. They're giving, you know, great crit without the positive, which is still good crit, or they give me bad crit negatively and fuck that person. Cause I don't care what you have to say anyway. So like, you know, it's like, like there's, they're not, they're not going to get to my internal core because if they're not being, if they're not offering me helpful advice and they're being an asshole about it, then I'm going to dismiss them. I might not necessarily yeah. dismiss what they've said because they might be right. That's the worst is when they're fucking right. <laughs> That's the nightmare is that someone's it's an asshole and asshole. doesn't give good crit, but they are right about what they said. That's the most annoying because you have to give them credit then. You're like, mm, I, wish mm. I, I wish I didn't have to give you credit, but you are right and that is the right thing to do. But I think it's it's it it's it's that it's that fact that it if they don't know what they're talking about and they aren't giving you good crit then you can just dismiss it you don't have to listen to them they might be wrong yeah yeah but then yeah, i don't know it's been a it's been a weird uh, journey for me in terms of that and sure. it's hard for yeah yeah you you have a really good ability to to kind of de is it decompartmentalize? De is that the right word? I think compartmentalize is probably com com compartmentalize. You, yeah. you like you know how to sort people into these categories, and I'm just so easily I just so easily take what everyone says to me personally. Mm. Um, which is it's not it's not like a huge flaw of mine, but it does happen in some instances, and uh, it's it's getting better, but. Yeah. yeah, you should be proud. You should be proud of your ability to to think like that. Hey, it's a it's a it's a culminate. It's life experience, right? Like whatever yeah, you've done with right. your life will lead to the the way that you perceive people's perception of you. And fortunately, yeah. I've always been a bit of a. I know everyone thinks they're a bit of an outcast. It's part of the human condition. <laughs> but then I talk to people about it, and they're like, "No, Will, you are a a, a weirdo. Like, it's <laughs> you are not yeah, normal." So I'm like, "Okay, maybe it's not just me being like egotistical and thinking I'm special. It's like, no, I am a bit odd. Like, I'm I'm genuinely a bit unusual and a bit unhinged." Yeah, and you're owning it, right? Yeah, you are. There's different ways of being an outcast. Like, everyone has different different situations and different experiences in their life where they felt like they didn't fit in and it's not it's not just it's it's not just for one type of person specifically for sure uh, and I think yeah most of the time every, when you think oh i don't fit in or everyone's laughing at me or no one likes me mm -hmm. it's normally not normally they're just thinking about themselves and, yeah uh, it actually has to do with about Dance like no one's watching because chances are they're probably not. They're probably looking at themselves. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird society thing that's happened, isn't it? That you just feel like all eyes are on you all the time. Mm. I, or, just, or maybe that's just me. <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it's, weird. I think it's just being a human being is is like that right we're all very self-conscious we're all we're all very egocentric uh you know we think everything is happening around and about us uh even when it has nothing to do with us you know and it's it's so funny as well because you know we think about these moments that we regret these things that we we've done that we think oh god everyone remember everyone thinking about that but the test for that is think about you know some of your best friends think about how long you've known them can yeah. you point to any time where you're like, oh, they made a right tit of themselves? And maybe if you've known them a long time, you might be able to think back to one or two moments. But it's probably only <laughs> afterwards where they've gone, oh, I felt like such a tit that you actually recalled it and went, oh, nah, you were fine. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, people don't think about that stuff when they think about you normally anyway. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the mindset that I'm in right now going into this podcast, honestly. Like, I'm so scared of saying something stupid and then everyone, like, perceiving me uh, of being a certain way. <laughs> 
Ah, well, don't worry about <laughs> that. We haven't got any <laughs> listeners yet. We've got, we got one dude in Ireland. Such dude in Ireland. No, Please send me an email, matter. that dude. Send, send me an email. <laughs> that'd be, that'd it's be great. Still, yeah, it's still out there online and people can find it. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it took me three years to release my first podcast because even with my superpower, I was still terrified of what people might think. Oh man, you're so you're so strong. <laughs> I'm, learning, I'm learning stuff by just having conversations with you as well. As well like, oh, and so. I am constantly learning from 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 you and every. It's it's why I love this yeah, podcast. From everyone, so it's just you know talking more to people, and I haven't really talked to a lot of people the past. I don't think anyone no, has over the past three months. Everyone's going a bit crazy. Everyone's going a bit insane. Yeah, it's really funny. Like the podcast has been coming out for as long as we've been in quarantine, basically. Because I think the lot, like I did one with you and then mm -hmm. I did one with Sean and Natasha. Mm -hmm. And that was right before, like it was literally, that was the week that we went, like the week after we were in lockdown. Yeah, I was starting to listen to your podcast again the other day and i saw that you've like last time i saw it was just two episodes out i think mm -hmm. uh, and now you have loads and i'm like ooh, rubs hands together can't wait to listen to some of these i've got some great people on uh i've had um i've had, so you, had Andy, obviously yeah. sure. oh. uh, but i've also done i've done a couple with nate um which is funny, really, because you've got more released podcasts as soon as this one comes out than Nate does. But me and Nate have done about nine of these, like <laughs> proper early stuff as well. There, those, those are some archived episodes that are not coming out until I've released a hundred episodes. And I'm like, all right, you all know me by now. Like, I will put this out, and we'll see how it goes. Because it's <laughs> this was this was before I even started posting stuff. How fun! This was before I knew what the hell I was doing, yeah. And not mm. that I know what I'm doing now, but it's like after three years of recording them you kind of get a little bit more comfort with the uh the concept yeah, of being recorded on microphone yeah it's a fun thing to look back at because you do change a lot like we it's it's the same thing with game development right like our game started as one thing like two years ago mm -hmm. and it's something not completely different but maybe also completely different it's but, very different uh, as yeah you play tested it so I much things I change feel the difference <laughs> Yes. Everything changes. Everyone just needs to embrace change and realize that you're not going to stay the same forever. Mm -hmm. Words of wisdom. <laughs> so having having gone through the whole process of you know inception, creation, reinception, creation, what would be what would be Cass's take home top tips for uh, for uh, producing a game? Putting you on the spot now. Oof, for producing a game, I don't know, just find people that you like working with and uh, find, like, work from your passion, basically. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of game it is, uh, as long as you, you're critical and you care and you, you enjoy the people that you're working with, anything is possible, honestly. It's, it's kind of, that's, I don't know what else to say than that. You just need to to power through, and it's going to be hard sometimes, but in the end, it's going to be worth it. That's and don't be scared. Don't be scared of scoping down. Don't be scared of making it smaller. Because just focus on 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 the core that makes it fun, and then you can build off of that. Hmm. <laughs> you could, yeah, you could build off of. Um build off of it and uh, and make it into something that it, it, it doesn't i mean you know as someone who's yeah. never produced a game for two years and had it released commercial <laughs> success i will give my thoughts um so the uh, <laughs> but i think that that's really true is that you're uh you've got to be willing to cut stuff and figure out what the core of your game is and it might not be what you originally set out to make it might be very different but you've got to listen to what people are responding to yeah, and you need to be, you need to listen to yourself as well. You need to 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 make sure that what you're doing isn't too much, right, or too little. 
<laughs> I don't. I mean, anyone who's serious about game development, it's the opposite that you need to watch out for. It's like, no, no, no. We need to make sure we only work on this for a certain number of hours a day, because otherwise, we will. Yeah. It's so easy, right? It's so easy to just like, okay, I've been working for fourteen continue. hours today, and I'm going to wake up tomorrow and do the same thing for the next four hundred yeah. days in a row. Like, <laughs> it's really. Easy and game development is just really hard. I think that's the underlying thing here it's really hard and you need to prepare um especially if you want to self-publish something you need to there's so many things you need to look into like uh how do you want to publish it like prices how long does do you want it to be and what kind of feeling do you want it to to invoke and who's your market audience who's your market audience and like why are you doing this <laughs> and, and, and what is your motivation like uh, yeah we've been through a lot and it's not been easy but I, w I don't regret i don't think i regret any any of it like i've learned so much and we actually have a game out now it's quite, quite just crazy to think about it's quite awesome yeah i moved here four years ago with with that dream of making a studio with somebody and making a game and it's actually happened it's just like yeah it's madness it's so cool i mean it's, it's, it's been really awesome to watch from like the sideline and just like root for you guys and see how you're doing because i i you know i've uh I wasn't inside the team but i know that things were uh you know it, it, it's not been smooth the whole time um like and i don't mean that as in like there was necessarily team friction that i i oh no 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 just it's just the nature exhausting. of game development right is so yeah. it's such a, a huge undertaking to make a play experience mm -hmm. i don't think a lot of people understand quite like you know if you're if you're on the outside looking in you know i it's quite funny uh, i often hear from people who have never tried to make a game or whatever it's like oh they were just really lazy there and i'm like um you could like i could put my bottom dollar that they weren't just fucking lazy there like you like yeah or that, that yeah or that that developer is currently crying watching people play through it because they weren't able to fix it yeah yeah Al right. almost always it's not laziness it's fucking time they ran out of time yeah, it's just, always it's just it. producers were like we're shipping next month we can't keep down yeah. this and they're like fuck how do we get it done <laughs> like what do we what do we have to do? like jesus christ and that's when more put in yeah, that's when more bad things happen because everyone's stressed out about it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So hopefully, in the future, we can promote a healthier work environment. I think the it's it's happening. Way. Yeah, it's happening slowly, uh, which is really nice to see. So yeah. please, please don't overwork people. No. Okay, it's easily Stop done. It. It's easily done, especially when you've got so many things that you need to get done. But that's where scoping comes in, right? That's why it's so important to scope. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you want a game to have multiple abilities and multiple ways of getting the abilities, it's fun to say that. But once you start making it, you realize that's a lot of stuff for yeah. six people to do. Yeah, you've only Maybe you could just hours. have one instead. Mm-hmm. And one goal instead of four. Yeah, yeah. You're clearly you're you're referencing the earlier versions of the Builder Sai where uh, <laughs> where you had um, what was it? You had like four different druidic trees or whatever that you could go down and you get different powers and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So you had like different. Uh, there were these stones uh, that you interacted with, and they could give you one ability or there, there was a choice of two abilities on each stone basically and there were three of them so you could like mix and match so many things uh but making that into a full game into the full game that we have now would have been impossible i think because there's just too many abilities that need to need testing constantly well, I mean, you know, it might have been possible if you had a team of six designers and, and five VFX artists yeah, to get them all to look great, but the, the fact that you had a six-person team <laughs> is, a, is, a, is a limiting factor in that respect, and you have to yeah. scope so, according to what you've got and scope according to what you can make, and then you're... And then, like, you don't end up doing burnout shifts where you, like, are basically killing yourself to get things done, and it's it's better that way. <laughs> Not gonna lie, that's still probably gonna happen, even if you've scoped down your project. But that's yeah. just that's just the stress of 
of getting it to work. There's so many problems that pop up once you build that weren't in the engine before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, ironically, it's uh, it's all the boring stuff that no one wants to do <laughs> are the things that mean that your game actually gets made and is good. Things like <laughs> having weekly scrum meetings and deti- or like or like weekly uh, like bi-weekly sprint meetings and planning out what you guys are going to do in your sprint and having your yeah. stand-ups and checking in with everyone and seeing what's blocking people yeah. and what's what's working and have we got all that done and how are we doing compared to how we predicted we'd be doing and predicting things people hate doing that but it's really important right like yeah, everyone needs to talk like communication is key literally key Mm -hmm. in any kind of development and if you have the ability to like look into different um disciplines like if you're an artist if you look into you know doing some blueprint stuff uh even designers doing blueprint stuff uh or you know designers doing blueprint stuff yeah artists just learning what people do with their assets and where to put their pivots and stuff to make everything just so much more efficient even if your job is to just make the asset it 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 helps them once they're implementing it that everything has been put in the right place yeah i had a i have a a really good example that i i go to when i'm thinking about that kind of thing and it's this uh story from a studio i don't even know what studio it was on extra credits years ago but um the i the story was that uh there was an art team thing. There was like a bug on one of the programs that meant that every time the art team opened up their program to start work each day, they'd have to wait 10 minutes for things to compile and come together and sort everything out. Right. Um, <laughs> and it was just, it was just a bug that everyone dealt with, you know, every day, just, okay, I boot up my machine. I'll go make another cup of coffee and then I'll come back and it should be about done. Um, and you know, the art team didn't want to bother the programming team because, you know, artists are so commonly technically deficient it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of sad, really. Most people, I mean, I was super guilty of it myself. Uh, yeah. But the, you know, it's like you see a page of code and you go, ah, no, scary, scary, math, math, run away. Um, but like if they'd have gone to the programming team because a producer eventually came around and was like, yo, is there anything bothering you guys? Like, oh, no, everything's fine. Oh, maybe this one thing that we all spend 10 minutes a day, which cumulatively is adding up to hours a week mm-hmm. um, waiting for. Uh, and so, you know, the producer went, talked to one of the the, the, uh, the coders and was like, you know, how long would this program, how long would this take to fix? And he's like, oh, I'm compiling some code. I'll come have a look. It was done before his code was compiled. Like, <laughs> and then he's f- fixed it. And so it's like, you know, you you think that this is a big problem because you don't necessarily know how to solve it. I'm using the proverbial you here, not not you. Mm, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know how to fix it. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything. Uh, I'm not a smart person. I'm sorry. <laughs> when one doesn't know one's, like, what one is expected or what's what can be done in a system, right, then you're, you, one is more likely to... Um, put it off and just say oh, i won't mention it I can, i've got my work around i know how it works but it could be as simple as you know changing one line of code and you fixed it yeah. and it takes the programmer like that to to sort out or equally you know um a programmer might you know spend an afternoon getting it so that he he has like a nice rendered gradient in in engine it's like oh an artist could have done that in about 35 seconds with photoshop like it's i'd like you know i i it's often used the way round of like artists go to programmers and they sort everything out. But like the same can be true. I remember I sat in on a, uh, cause I wanted to learn, I've been learning VFX. So I sat in on a second year, uh, technical art. It wasn't technical art, but it was like graphics programming lecture. Um, so I went and sat in Brian's lecture, which was really fun actually. Cause I was like just surrounded by people and they were all laugh- like, they were all making jokes about artists and I'm sat there like, he, 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 you have no idea. One of the, one of them is in your midst. I'm a spy. But, um, but yeah, so like, you know, they, they were like, I can't remember what they were trying. They were trying to get, I think they were just trying to get like a straight linear gradient in a dot, in a radial dot. Yeah. Um, and they were like, they were in Photoshop and they're all just there like, I don't know. What is it? How do you? Uh, oh, well, you're an artist. How how do we do this? And it's like, oh, this, done, instant. Like, yeah, because oh. because we have that skill set, right? And if they, yeah. if if people communicate, then you can best utilize everyone's skills in the team. If people don't communicate, then you can easily all work disjointed, and no one can bring anything together at the end of the day. Like it's. If you if you sit there and you think ah no it's fine someone else will fix it that person probably doesn't even know that it's a problem yeah that's a really good point yeah 
So if you see something, you should just always say it, right? Even if even if they're like, oh no, we we've seen that bug for ages. At least you don't run the risk of something not being noticed. Yeah, missed. Mm. We've been going and I was bad with that too, you know. <laughs> say that again. I was bad with that, saying things when I noticed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've learned now. Always do it. Always bring it up. Because somebody might be able to fix it for you. <laughs> yeah, and somebody might like you it. did for those guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's 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 amazing. It's amazing. It's a collaborative medium. It's so collaborate, <laughs> right? I, I, yeah. We've been going for uh, for over an hour now, Cass. Oh, have we? Yeah. So they're they're normally about an hour long. Um, but yeah. I don't want I don't want to just cut you off. So are there, are there any little final thoughts that you'd like to uh, bring to the fore? I think I just want to like give a huge shout out to anybody who's who's played our game and checked it out and donated. Uh, no matter what amount it is, you are a star, and we appreciate all all the support. Like honestly, it's been amazing, and everyone's so sweet. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like that's that's, yeah. that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And to anyone listening who's uh, who's not bought it and hasn't checked it out, this is Will, not Cass. Will calling you out and telling you to go look at it. It's a, it's a it's a donation. You can you donate to charity. It's a oops. I shouldn't hit the desk. Yeah. That's, that's not good for audio. But there's go 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 look. It's worth it. It's a fucking Please. awesome game, and it's got it's it's you're basically just giving money to charity. Um, what's what could go? Wrong? Who doesn't like fucking trees, man? Not fucking the trees, but like who doesn't no, like trees, no. man? Yeah. I'm sure that'd be quite a splintery ordeal. But, um, <laughs> This is like, Will is the best hype man in the world. God bless this man. Please continue to listen to his podcast because it's always fun to have chats with him. It's been great. We'll have to get Cass on again. I'm sure the audience loves it. Um, (laughs) My dude in Ireland, giving a big shout out. Yeah, maybe next time I would have finished watching the Net Gospel. We can talk about that. That would be great. That would be good. Maybe I've I've checked up that guy, Duncan, right? That's his name. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I've checked him out as well. Yeah. All right, and is there uh, any sort of personal art station stuff that you want to plug? Uh, nah, not at the minute. There's still a lot of things that need to be worked out from the personal stuff, but uh, my Twitter is MutinyCast, if anyone wants to check me out there. I post some things sometimes. Maybe I make some food. Maybe I make a tree. Maybe I just retweet some stuff. Who knows? Things happen. Things happen. All right, everyone. Well, uh, we will end the show there. Uh, Say bye, Cass. Yes, bye. Bye. Love you. (laughs)